Hello neighbors, hello friends. Well, if your neighbors aren't your friends, well, you just pretend that they are. But when they go too far, like complaining that you change your password on your own Wi-Fi, when your 80-year-old neighbor hits on your 20-year-old guy, where there's a burnout car on their front lawn, and they've got no curtains, but they're watching porn that they made themselves. Well, it's time to do something else Like call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching With back and neck Listeners, welcome to Neighbourhood Watch. Uh, I'd like to uh, introduce myself, of course, uh, Beck Buckingham, speaking to you into your little area canals. And I would like to look at across at uh, this little nest of vipers sitting next to me. Hello, Nikia. Uh, hello, I'm a nest of vipers. You are, but I mean that in the in the most complimentary of ways. Is, is this my Medusa hairdo that, <laughs> that you're commenting on? <laughs> yeah, when did you decide dreadlocks was a good idea? Well, anything with a brown snake in it is uh, good for me. I hear you, sister. Mm-hmm. Now, before I proceed one more step, I must let our listeners know about our fabulous Facebook page. It is fabulous. It is. Everybody should truck into it and like it, share it, follow it, whatever you people do. I don't know. There's so many platforms. I don't know what you're supposed to do these days. Love it up. Just love it up. Mm -hmm. Just get bone up over it. Ooh. Whatever you do. Bonus. Bonus. (laughs) I want people to be really happy. Wow. We're going to have to start putting some nude photos of people other than us (laughs) if we want bonus. For our non-Australian listeners, the way we spell neighbourhood is with the letter U in there, Uh you heathens. So just type in Neighbourhood Watch with Beck and Nick. Our logo is a red and black logo. Get in there. As I said, do whatever it is you people do to think. Like it, follow it, share it. Adore it. Adore it. Bone up over it. Get Get moist over it. (laughs) Oh, 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 moisten, moisten (laughs) up, baby. All of those things are options. Cool. Um. Because one of the things that we'd really like to get your feedback about is what are some of the things you'd like to hear us talk about, like, you know, prompt us. As Mm. today's story is, somebody said to us, what's the most embarrassing thing your neighbours, you know, like what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in front of your neighbours? Yeah. So pose us questions like that. As you can tell if you listen to us regularly, nothing is off limits. Um, no, look, yeah. look, nothing. I nothing. mean, I was going to say bestiality's off limits, but hell, if no. there's a story with it. it. Well, in a previous episode, you might recall, I suggested that if Dave were to become a white supremacist and, and have sex with kittens. That's true. I still wouldn't say anything when you broke up because I knew you'd get back together. That's so. true. And I did, uh, I did put it to him that mm. perhaps he would want to do that, but no. No. Okay. No. So. No, we, no to both. No, nor are we suggesting. No. Nor are we suggesting because kittens are very nice but, but, but you're okay with the white supremacy <laughs> well yeah i'm <laughs> super cool with that people can't be perfect <laughs> oh dear all right so in a previous episodes i've let you know that our neighbors have always referred to us as the trapdoor spiders because we are famously reclusive mm. all right not famous at all just reclusive is this kind of like a um howard hughes 
recluse thing, Greta Garbo. It is, or, or leave me alone. Or to update your references, oh. my love, maybe a Billie Eilish. Uh, oh. you, you know, just just a notor- t- notoriously private. Why? Why would I update my references? <laughs> why would now? you? I mean, I am nearly dead. I may as well just stay where I am. <laughs> just appealing to that hundred and fifteen year old man in <laughs> Oklahoma that listens. <laughs> Hello, uh, Teddy boy. Uh, all right, so. Phil and I are notoriously private people, so we broke, however, Mm. we broke our cardinal rule one year and decided to attend the meet and greet drinks party that our neighbours held in the end of our street, and it's a dead-end street. Big mistake. Oh, fuck, tell me about it. Big mistake. Before this story unfolds and you never look at me the same way again because I put on such a disgraceful performance that I I am literally still embarrassed about to this day. Wow. In my defence, I do need you to know that prior to this party I was going through a very stressful period in my life. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I had very young children, so three young children, and they were as keen as a bean to you know, mix and mingle with the neighbours. Oh, children. They just haven't learnt yet. That, they haven't. That people suck. And I also drank a prox 10 litres of vodka oh. in the space of about half an hour. So <laughs> what I am about to tell you is really just me patching together the mm-hmm. broken fragments mm-hmm. that unfolded that evening. Uh, can I ask, when mm. you... Uh, Knocked over the Hills Hoist clothesline mm. at a party. Mm. How many litres of vodka had you drunk that day? No, that was tequila that day. Oh, that oh. was That was the day that I decided that I should not drink for, tequila for my safety and the safety of all of the sex workers that I abused in the street that uh-huh. night. I should not drink tequila. All right. Fair oh, enough. I've broken that rule. But, um, no, that was tequila that did me, that made me do that to the clothesline. It, it can be a very a, a very nasty, well, I don't want to say nasty drink, but it, mm. it, can be, it can be very forceful. I think it has a will of its own. Well, it, it's it, if you think about it, so, yeah, so tequila is my, I think everyone's got sort of drinks like, Tequila is my angry drink, I think. Ah. So tequila makes me argumentative. Um, Vodka apparently makes me just drop truth bombs (laughs) wherever I am. Gin makes me frisky. Uh, White wine makes me ill. Mm. Uh, Red wine makes me chatty. Are you starting to get a sense that I, I mean, do like drinking? I, I, I yeah. am. I am. I'm getting yeah. that. The only yeah. one I won't drink is scotch because it, oh, no. it made me very, very sick once. Yeah. But I would say that every alcoholic drink mm. makes me fucking hilarious. Oh, well. <laughs> and and 3,000 decibels louder than I normally am. <laughs> Which is what I think 99% of people think, like, yeah. God, fuck, I'm fun when I'm drunk. Yeah. People love the shit out of it. <laughs> no, we don't. I hate that moment when your brain says, you shouldn't say that, and your mouth goes, go on, yeah. let it out. No, people will love it. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> and and if, if there's people that didn't hear it, say it again. <laughs> Make sure the whole room knows before you go. <laughs> Good to know. All right, so my... My neighbourhood party. Mm. So I will start at the end and say Ooh. that Phil and I woke up the next morning, mm-hmm. me, fully clothed with my shoes still on, <laughs> however, on the wrong feet, <laughs> face down on my bed with my pants on backwards. 
Uh, happens all the time. That was me. Mm. Phil was asleep in the lounge room, fully clothed, mm-hmm. surrounded by several plates of melted ice cream filled with beer, <laughs> including a few plates stashed behind the couch. <laughs> And we knew together that something truly dreadful had unfolded. Mm, something something monumental, really. Yes. So luckily, as anyone who listens who's ever gotten drunk in front of their kids and regret, oh. live to regret it knows, mm. I had three young children available to tell me and later my parents, Phil's parents <laughs> and the school teachers exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, Mum, one minute you were laughing, then you were crying, then we walked home and you kept tripping and falling over and then you were singing and then you went to bed. (laughs) So it turns out in the midst of this too, I also did drop a few truth bombs on some of the neighbours and what I thought of them, Mm. uh, their taste in music, the people that visited, Mm. their relatives, uh, and apparently at one point I even critiqued a couple of the haircuts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's always a good move when you're making friends. God help me. I was literally, and I was so clueless, so all I really knew, I remember getting there mm. and then waking up. <laughs> so all I really knew was what my young children were telling me through their eyes mm. and then as the days unfolded, little bits that would flash back, like I was in a Leonardo DiCaprio, like I was in Inception or something. Oh. Every now and then I'd just get all the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Something had happened and I'd go, ooh, ooh, oh. was that a... Was that a dream? I, I, fa- hate, I hate that. I'm fascinated to know, like, how dexterous was I that not only did I get my pants completely off, <laughs> but I got them completely on and backwards and done up. I, that That's impressive. That's pretty impressive. I don't think I could do that. Well, I, I then wonder if I'd been, like, if I'd had too much to drink and then I've wanted to, like, go to the loo. Ah. And I'm... How long would I have scratched around at the front of my pants for a, for a zip or a butt? What's happened to my pants? I can't get my pants off. That's like the bodysuits. Oh. I don't know if they're back in, but they mm. were in when I was. I'm wearing my, one now. In my 20s. <laughs> they're no good when you're drunk. Oh, no. You're just at the toilet going, I can't. Oh, fuck it. I won't clip it up. And Do then you, you mean just, those snap crotch yeah. things? Oh, <laughs> you just walk God. around with it flapping around. Oh, well, don't say flapping. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't say flapping. But, I, but what was a very nice firm top starts to ride up because you although, haven't done up the bottom. Remember, no matter how, like, we thought they looked amazing, but mm. by their very design, they would flatten, like, even you, mm-hmm. who was glorious up top and everywhere else, but particularly glorious up top, they would just flatten your boobs down. Completely. And then you've got, a, like, um, a snap crotch like they have in those baby wonder suits in yes. your crotch. Yes. So every so when was it the 90s or the 2000s? I think it might have been remember. the 90s. I could never work out do you wear undies under them, over them? Oh, that would not be all. a good look. I, I wearing undies <laughs> under them. God help me. But yeah, but that that was never ever ever a comfortable snap. Crotch. No, no, you know, I and just, then and, and it went, whenever you like, if you're at nightclub or something, and you've left the toilet, and where everyone's wearing bodysuits, you mm. go, your hands have been around your vagina for the last <laughs> ten minutes trying to get that thing undone and then done up again. <laughs> I am not shaking your hand. And what really shit me is, you know, you make friends in the line to the ladies' yes, toilet, but yes. never friends. They're never good enough friends for you to go. Hey, hey, come um, here and do my crotch up. Oh, it's not dear. working. <laughs> 
<laughs> what nightclubs were you going to? Oh, it was Toowoomba. What was also super fun is if you went to the loo and didn't do the snaps up properly and mm. so then you'd be like, you know, prancing around trying to, you know, show what you're made of and the next minute your crotch like flicks up <laughs> like the thing would ping up through your waistband and it's like, oh, goodness. I had that a couple of times. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, excuse me for a moment. I'll mm. be back in a flash. All right. So in the weeks afterwards – like I say, I was so clueless as to what happened that I was absolutely convinced mm. when I'd be like out walking the dog and I'd see like the neighbours' cars <clears throat> would come out of the street if I was coming or going and because I felt so guilty about what I'd done, I always, I'm like, why are their windows up? Are they in there? Like, are they flipping me the bird? Are they talking about me now? Like, they're driving by going, oh, fuck, there she is. Like, she oh, is. oh, nice to see her upright with her pants on the right way. <laughs> yeah, thanks. What do you think of my new haircut? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, my cousin's visiting tomorrow. Is that all right with you? Because <laughs> uh, famously, you think he's a fucktard. <laughs> Yeah, so the only thing you can hope, as is the case if you're, you know, your kids disgrace themselves or you disgrace yourself, all you can hope was that someone did worse than me. Someone oh, disgraced themselves worse than me. Absolutely. That's all you can yeah. hope. That's but all you hope for. All you it? hope for. Mm-hmm. It's like in, in Australia, our um, rugby league players are notoriously poorly behaved and oh. have been for years. They mm-hmm. whiz in their own mouth, they poo in shoes, they sexually assault women on the reg. Um, and we're not laughing at, at that. We're no. laughing at how horrifying it is. What we're laughing um, at is that there is still, I don't know if we're laughing, but that there is still people out there that don't realise this is not uh, appropriate behaviour. Mm. I mean, that. Mm. Just because you're famous, mate. Yeah, where did you grow up? Under a rock? <laughs> you know? At what point did this seem like a good idea? I ask myself. Anywho. But I always wonder, um, I always wonder the people that are player managers for those rugby league players that after old mate's peed in his own mouth and taken a photo and posted it to Snapchat, Mm -hmm. is his manager going, oh, for fuck's sake, all we can hope is Mm. that tomorrow Mm. another player from another team will Mm. pee on the leg of a croupier at the local casino Mm -hmm. or get, in inverted commas, diarrhoea as he races up the hallway of a five-star hotel. Or uh, pretend to uh, have sex with a dog as one did. Oh, so. that's right. Or, or wet his own pants oh. because he's so drunk. Yeah. Oh, look, it's just a... I mean, I just don't understand why these rugby league players aren't getting more women. Oh, it's <laughs> look, it's a reality show waiting to happen, isn't it? Oh. If, you, if you tried to make a show, of it's like it's like Big Brother except everybody's... Plays football. Yeah. And is a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I say, it's like Big it's Brother. It's Big Brother, yeah. <laughs> got it, got it. So, yeah, so I hoped that someone had done worse than me. I actually, I was so mortified. Mm. I briefly toyed with the idea of writing a blanket apology letter Ooh. and letter dropping everyone in the street. Oh, that's a big move. It is a big move. And it was only the wordsmithing of that letter that sort of made me go, oh, you know, what do I even say? Yeah. Like, I, I'm sorry that I was a dickhead. No, just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The lady at number three, well, not lady. I have to have lady <laughs> yeah. in inverted commas, apparently. <laughs> the so. female in number three. <laughs> the shorter one at number three. So, Said sorry. Yeah, so I briefly toyed with that and then I just thought, if those fuckers have another party, 
next year, mm. I'd said to Phil, we're not being invited. And if we are, like, that, we're not being invited. Mm. I will tell you, mm. we were invited. Really? We chose to ignore it altogether. <gasps> you know what you so. should have done? Hired some rugby league players <laughs> to go <laughs> with you and then <laughs> I'd be fine. Disgrace themselves yeah. so I look fine. They could hire themselves out. Oh, well, you'll be pleased to know that we immediately reverted back to trapdoor, mm-hmm. uh, trapdoor spiderways mm-hmm. after that. Yes, and we've never been invited. Like they did have it again the following year and it was just a generic letterbox drop, but we've never been invited to anything else. And oh, don't yeah. think I don't notice that <laughs> almost every weekend most of the neighbours in the street all congregate on someone's, really? you know, one of their driveways and, you know, oh, they laugh and laugh and drink and, oh, it's so fabulous. Still laughing about number three. Oh, God. And I just, you know, Phil and I like, God. Wouldn't you get sick of each other's company? Like all standing around in your garage, flapping your gu- like that's my I worst think, nightmare is being friendly with my neighbours to the point where, which we've seen in our street, they just walk up to each other's oh, doors. Oh, really? Like there's not even any knocking anymore. Yeah, my yeah. sister has that with the neighbours across no. the road. They're Blech. they're really close, but yeah. no, I've never had that. No, thanks. I, so, just, I don't think Dave and I look that friendly. Oh, you don't. You're very unapproachable. Yeah. yeah. No, well, you're not. Dave is, though. Yeah, Dave's. Notoriously frosty. Dave scares me. Oh, he scares the shit out of me. Especially when he's standing there with a gun going, go on, get. <laughs> with a machete. Get. <laughs> get out of my house. Get. Uh, mm-hmm. when, whenever I turn up and he's like, oh, fuck you again. Yeah. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Go on, get. <laughs> go on, get out of here. Good to see you again. <laughs> so my question to you is, so that mm. – and thank you to the person that suggested we do this as a topic. Mm. That is my most mortifying thing that I've de- ever done in front of the neighbours. And funnily enough, I don't remember <laughs> what it was I did, but I know it wasn't good. <laughs> what is what is the most embarrassing thing that your neighbours, aside from that mm. time you were nude, mm. pregnant nude ironing. And, and ironed, mm. um, what do you think is the most embarrassing thing you've you've been seen to do? Uh, well, I think... Like I have the uh, in the neighbourhood, they mm-hmm. had a party when I was young, mm-hmm. and it was another young group, mm-hmm. and went to that party and got very drunk. Oh, okay. So not you yeah. weren't six. You no, were, yeah. no, and you were twelve. Ripped their phone out of the the wall accidentally, oh. and broke seven glasses oh. accidentally. Oh, <laughs> a lucky number. <laughs> And accidentally uh, knocked the arm off a couch. However, Jesus I, Christ, what were you doing? How do you accidentally destroy well, a house? I fell. <laughs> what? And I, this was all done in one fall? Like lot. you took out the phone, the chair well, and the glasses? Yeah, I, I'd gone from I'm hilarious oh. to maybe uh, a bit more aggressive. No, oh. So not angry mm. but forceful. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you will, your, your honour. Yeah. You will like my jokes. Oh, uh, so that didn't turn out very oh. well. And I did have to turn up and apologise the next day. I didn't have mm. to, but I did. I felt really awful. But the one I can think of is... Oh, there's more. Yes. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the worst. When I was younger, probably mm. about 16, 17, mm. we were at a uh, neighbourhood, like a community dance, mm. and one of my friends said, oh, quick, look out 
the window such and such as, I don't know, doing something, kissing, vomiting, mm. something exciting. They're intertwined, those mm. things. I jumped up to have a look mm. and my foot slipped between the back and the seat of the chair. Mm. Not a problem. Mm. However, it was a hall. Mm. The chair was attached to 15 other chairs. Oh, God. And my foot wouldn't come out. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I tried to be discreet for a while, uh, but that wasn't working. Uh, then my friends came over and then they were laughing. Ha, oh, it could only happen to you. The kid's got a foot stuck in a chair. Then the Like de- a giant blonde bear in a trap. Yeah. <laughs> then, the, then the DJ stops the music and uh, turns the lights on and uh, says, can someone help the girl who's got a foot stuck oh, in a chair? God. And, of course, at about 16, 17, this is mortifying. Uh, and they had to get out the screwdrivers and stuff, uh, pull the chair apart. Oh, God. So my foot would come uh, out. Dear. And, uh, yeah, and I had a big swollen ankle. And get the fireys there in the jaws of life. Yeah, like it feels like it went for like five hours, uh, um, probably, you know, 45 minutes. If, oh, jeez. That's still a fair old, if that, fair old whack. But I was always one of those people who would get very – my. Brain would go somewhere mm. and my body would go somewhere else. Mm. So I, I often was one of those people as klutzy like that. Mm. And I remember when I was about 19, I was living in Brisbane and I just got a new outfit and I was very excited about it and I popped it on and did my hair and had my bus tickets in my hand and I walked. Oh, I didn't see that last bit. Coming. I walked down the <laughs> down the street of my neighbourhood, down to the end. Mm. I got on the bus. Everyone's looking at me. I'm thinking that's because I look hot. Mm. Mm. Uh, I got out in the city. Mm. This is in Brisbane. And I thought, oh, I'll get myself some chewing gum. Mm. I wanted some chewing gum. I looked down. I went, oh, God, I forgot my purse. Then I looked down and went, oh, shit, I'm not wearing shoes. Ah, <laughs> the homeless look. How delightful. But but from my ankles up, I was looking good. Uh, <laughs> this outfit is so good. I don't want to ruin it with accessories, pesky accessories like shoes. Well, the weird thing is I walked down the footpath and a bitumen road and got on the bus and didn't notice I didn't have shoes on. So. Oh, you were so psyched about yourself that you didn't notice. Oh, and I was all that in a bag of chips, <laughs> I can tell you. This was... Quite the classic, oh. you know, 80s outfit. Uh, yeah, so I had to get a cab home, get my bag, pay for that. Oh. Uh, called in sick. Oh, <laughs> dear. I had a um, – my best wardrobe mishap was when I had a brief flirtation. I can't remember when it was. Hmm. But long, skin-tight denim skirts were in. Oh. And I, I had one. I had – poured well I hadn't poured myself in I reckon I stood on the roof of the house and jumped <laughs> jumped off the house into the skirt so I could get into like I greased my hips up with Vaseline oh. and then took some muscle relaxants and jumped off the roof of the house into this skirt and I looked hot as hot like as. it uh, it looked amazing Mm. And I'm swanning about work thinking, you know, like people are just like gasping as I walk by. I looked so good. And then I got cocky and I decided as I was running up the stairs at work, I decided to take them two stairs at a time. So I took it two stairs at a time and all I heard was this noise. Oh, let me see. I'm going to do a bit of Foley work here. Let's see if this works. If it doesn't, let's just pretend it never happened. I'll cut it out. Oh, that's a scary sound. That's the sound of the denim 
all the ankle way Ankle length skirt ripping from, oh. as my father would say, asshole to breakfast time. <laughs> so it ripped from my ankles right up to above the crack of my, my ass. And because it was skin tight. Like there was, oh, yeah. There hey, was. There's no pin in that. Shit there's together. nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> the forces of nature were holding it open, and I was wearing a g-string. So, oh. so it was just. And you had no modesty towel. No, oh, no modesty towel, <laughs> which is a phrase I've learned from you. When I yes, next time I go to the beauty salon, mm. I'll ask, "Do you have modesty towels?" And they'll say, "We'd like you to leave, thanks." <laughs> Yeah, so it ripped, yes, ripped from uh, <gasps> asshole to breakfast What did you time. do? I walked back to my desk mm-hmm. with my ass against oh, the wall no. like I was casing the joint, <laughs> like, I, like I thought I was spider woman, uh, back to my desk where I grabbed my jumper and I tied it around my waist, oh. which did, co- it just, it covered my ass, mm. if nothing else, mm. but you could see if you were walking behind me, you'd go, Jesus, that's quite a split she's got going on. Flat, flat, yeah. flat. Oh, stop saying the word flat. <laughs> God, damn it. And then I went to my car and then I went home and it took me about 12 years before I could wear denim again. Oh, that's a good story. Until next time, keep your ear to the ground, your nose to the grindstone, and most importantly for neighbourhood watching, Keep your beady eyes peeled. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you, darling. That was very that was very interesting. I didn't. Uh, it was fun. I didn't realise how klutzy you were, but uh, I'll be on. I'll, I'll keep my beady eyes peeled. Yeah, not as much now, but much when I was younger because my head was in the clouds a lot. Yes, whereas now life has crushed crushed my dreams, crushed your spirit. It has. Oh, Dave will be <laughs> Dave will be so thrilled to hear that. <laughs> There's nothing left of it. Uh. Oh, dear. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You can follow Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick on Facebook. Please give our page a like and post your own funny neighbourhood stories. We are also on Twitter at NWWBAN Podcast. You can also rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. Please tell your friends, family, and of course your neighbours to listen to our podcast. And feel free to wildly exaggerate how hilarious it is. This has been a production of The Nerd Infinite. And then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?